It's December, Podsters. And as you know, December is the time when we, many of us, look inward and start thinking about who we want to be in the coming days and years ahead. Many of us think about what we've left behind. Many of us think about what we could be and challenge our own limiting beliefs as we get ready to do the thing. So for the next few weeks, I am interviewing little micro episodes of people who I know, men and women, who stepped out of their lives to do the thing, whatever that thing may be. It could be speaking on stage. It could be writing a book. It could be starting your own business. It could be opening a luxury inn. It could be ditching your corporate marketing job to become a mindset coach. It could be anything. It could be selling widgets on the corner in Times Square. Whatever your thing is, it is available to you. You deserve to be able to do your thing. And over the next few episodes, this special series, we're going to talk about how my special guests all did the thing. So buckle up, take notes, get your game face on because it's your time to do the thing. And if after listening to these inspiring stories, you're ready and you're ready, I have so many ways for you to work with me to do the thing. I have a couple spots left in my one-on-one coaching. I am having a do the thing virtual retreat starts in January. Registration's open right now. And I also have a do the thing audio series to get you in the right mindset. This is a free series. You can download it. I'm going to put the link in the show notes to really pump yourself up and get yourself ready to do the thing because I believe in you and you're almost there. Who's with me? Podsters, we are back. We are back with, as you know, one of my favorite people, the one and only Brenda Johnston, who did the thing. So, Brenda, welcome back. Thanks for having me back. Also, I just enjoy how excited you get to announce me, and I I feel like I should record that and like play it when oh, I go. Maybe I should be your I should be your announcer. Be my my hype woman. Yep. Well, I am. Hello. Yeah, I know. I know. I appreciate that. Actually. <laughs> So Podsters, Brenda did the thing. Brenda left her corporate job and actually she just threw in and reminded me that she left her marriage on or about the same time. So we're just going to get right into it. Brenda, tell me why, how, when you did the thing. Oh, you know what's really interesting? I always used to think that I did the thing later in life. And I think it's important for the women listening to this to listen to this. (laughs) I was in a marriage for 18 years and the first half of it was great. I got married when I was 24. Wow. Yeah. Too young. And when I was 38, I basically blew up my life in the best possible way. I think we had stayed in the marriage five years too long and we were trying to keep it together because you're just, that's what you're supposed to do. And we did the work and whatever. But when I was 38, we decided that It was time to part ways. And I was terrified because I was like, oh, I'm going to be single forever and blah, blah, blah. I had all these stupid beliefs. And then there were a lot of things I wanted to be doing with my life. At the time, I wanted to be a nutritional therapist. My ex-husband didn't like that idea. He didn't like, there was just a lot of bullshit. I'm not going to get into that. When I left the marriage and I was able to start to really get to know myself, I started to recognize oh, I actually don't need to be working for corporate for the rest of my life. I don't need 
to climb the corporate ladder because that's what I was always taught. Right. So I love helping people and I didn't necessarily know how I was going to be helping people. So I went back to school to become a nutritional therapist. I started studying like the mind gut connection. And then I went back to school again to study hypnosis and human behavior and all of these things. And so when I was 43, I blew up my life again in the best possible way. And I quit corporate. And it wasn't that I was just like, I woke up today and decided to quit corporate. For a year, I built the structure of the business because I don't believe you should just try to create things from this space of scarcity because it never works. I wanted structure. And so I decided I'm going to build the structure of this business. Success to me was not an option. I was going to succeed. I had so many people. Well, why would you leave corporate? They give you benefits. Why would you do this? Why would you do that? And I was like, I'm more afraid of waking up five years from now and going, why the F didn't I do this? Right. right. Like I, to me that leaving the marriage, like dissolving the marriage, that was my, I'm never going to settle again moment. And I don't need to settle. It's okay to want more. And it blew my mind. How many people And I understand they were doing it from a space of caring, right? They're like, oh, don't get your hopes up. But it blew my mind how many people tried to talk me out of it. I love this story. I want to pause for a second to because, okay, so Brenda and I adore Brenda. And she will often say similar things to what I say. Same, same, same. Love her podcast. Her podcast is her. The podcast I did with Brenda last year was my number one podcast. I'm going to put a link in the show notes. She, I invited her back this year. She's back or for 2024. She's back. Anyway, my point is when you say things, it's things that I know that like I'm about to say. So, so I want to go back. I love when that. people, when people said, Oh, you know, you can't leave your corporate job. The biggest load of bullshit that I hear is ready. But what about your benefits? Let me tell you guys right now, everybody listening, ready? If you're in a miserable job and you want to leave and you want to launch your own business or whatever you want to do, you simply need to build in the cost of insurance, period. That's it. So for me, that's that's less than one speaking gig, less than one speaking gig. So for every one speaking gig I do a year, that pays for my insurance. Okay, done. That was wild to me. I just remember somebody saying, what are you going to, I'm like, I'm going to take out my bank card and pay for it. (laughs) Like it's, it was very interesting and also a little bit scary for me because I was never raised around entrepreneurs. So some beliefs that I had were that like people who started their own businesses were crazy, Mm. risk takers and Mm -hmm. all these things. So I had a lot of inner work I had to do. Mm -hmm. I hired coaches to help me. And also to get me in the room with other entrepreneurs so that I could be exposed to that. And that having that coaching, being in the room with the other people who had businesses, whether they're brick and mortar or whatever, that was a game changer for me. Totally. And I, I mentioned this on on last week's podcast. My last week did the thing was about me and how I did the thing. And the coach I hired 
It is 100% your beliefs. That's what you need to change. You already have the skills. Sure. Mm -hmm. Yes. You need a plan. You need to figure out what it is you're going to do. You need the tactical plan. You need to, you know, whatever. Don't make the same mistakes I made. That's that's really what, what I teach people. But it's the belief. And I remember this one moment with my coach and she said to me, so tell me what your business is going to look like. Like I knew I wanted to be a trainer and a speaker. I said, what do you mean? And she said, well, how many people do you want to have? You want it to be a big company or small company or what? It never even occurred to me that I could build out a huge company. It wasn't even on my radar. And like, I'm like, what? And I remember thinking, why not me? And then I remember like a week later, I was driving by, driving down the road and I saw this defunct building and I'm like, oh, maybe that's the building that I'll, that I'll house all my employees. And, you know, and, and, and it, it is your mind. That is what is holding you back. What, which is a great parlay to, can you tell everybody what you do? Cause I was so excited to talk to you. I didn't, (laughs) I didn't even Uh, mention it. I am a subconscious strategist. And the reason I call myself a subconscious mindset strategist is because I'm helping people learn how to work with their subconscious minds. Whereas for me, like a mindset coach, they're dealing with the surface level stuff, which is also important. Yep. But I like to get in to the root of things. And so I'm giving you strategies, essentially, and tools to work with your subconscious mind so that in everyday life, you're able to take actions and shift things and do things in completely different ways. And I, so Podsters, I did a session with Brenda. We're going to talk about it on the podcast episode that's coming up. So I'm going to pause you there. So tell me, tell me how you went from nutritional counselor to subconscious mindset strategist, because that's a little unique. I actually went from personal trainer to nutritional therapist to subconscious strategist, because what happened was I like to take things apart to see how they work, essentially. So I would be doing personal training as my side gig and people were getting amazing results, but they weren't able to keep them. And so then I started to recognize, oh, this is food based and (laughs) other things. So then I go back to school full time while I have a full time job. And I become obsessed with the mind gut connection. And how like our gut creates serotonin and all these things. And I'm like fascinated by it. And then I'm working with people in this capacity for like a year. And I start to recognize, oh, shit, this is more about the mind. And so then I go back to school again while I'm working full time. I was taking my holidays. I would be doing my in-clinic work and doing all that. It was wild. So I wanted to, hypnosis Hypnosis had come into my sphere like 20 years before. Yep. And I went back to kind of look at it. And I was like, this, the subconscious beliefs and how we think and how we do this stuff, this, I need this. So I learned all about hypnosis and all these things. And I thought that was going to, I was like, okay, I'll be a clinical hypnosis person. That's what I'm going to be doing. And I started to recognize the people that were coming to work with me weren't people who wanted the health stuff anymore. They wanted, they were people who like executives who wanted to be, get promotions, but they didn't know how to communicate or they had beliefs and blocks. They were entrepreneurs who didn't know how to break through their income plateau. Like (laughs) it is literally if, 
whether you believe in universal help or not, it was the universe going, this is your purpose. This is yep, what you're supposed 100%. to be doing. Yep. You're supposed to be helping people make more money and get over the shit in their heads. Yep. So that it, it was a progression. And the funny thing is my full-time job, I worked in marketing and advertising for 24 years. So everything kind of just went together. Yeah. Yeah. No, that it, it, it's yes. Yes. So have you ever heard this? Did you did you ever hear the Steve Jobs Stanford speech? By the way, Potsters, this is this is a good one. I was gonna say I'll link it in the show but I won't. But one of the things he said is it's impossible to connect the dots looking forward. Yeah. So when you look backwards, that's when the dots connect. And you have to trust, trust in your instincts that the dots are gonna connect. So he started, he audited a calligraphy class in college. That's how fonts were born. So, you know, he didn't go into it thinking, I'm going to audit this calligraphy class and then, then I'm going to go on to build a, you know, billion dollar business around fonts, mm. whatever. So it, it, it's, it's interesting. It, it's karma. It's whatever you want, the universe, whatever you want to call it. If there's something in your gut that is telling you you are meant to do this, you're meant to do it. Yeah. And it was wild because like when I worked in corporate, I was a senior person, but I was having exec and I didn't even know how they were finding out I was doing this stuff because I wasn't promoting it like out loud. really. <laughs> and I would have executives who I knew and they'd be like, hey, you know, I'm going for this promotion. Can you help me with this? And I was like, yes. <laughs> And then I'd have another executive come. Like it was a very, inter everybody, it just all fell into place. And you yeah. said something important, trusting. I just had faith. Yeah, I had faith that the yeah. right people were going to come to me. Success wasn't an option. And if shit went sideways, I could have been a consultant doing something. Like there, it just wasn't an option. Success yeah. was the thing. I love it. I love it. And when I, I remember the day that I resigned, because I had been visualizing resigning for a year, I visualized sliding the paper over to my manager because back in, back in the 2000s, that's <laughs> we what used we used to use paper back then. And I knew what room we were going to be sitting in. Yeah. I knew what it smelled like. like. And I remember the look on her face. And then she had to send out, you know how they do the corporate emails that say, so we it's with mixed emotions that I announced the departure of Brenda Johnston. Wish her luck on her new endeavor. Future endeavors, right. Exactly. Yep. She looked at me and she was like, well, if it doesn't work out, you can always reapply for a job here. And <laughs> I, that right there just made me go. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I can reapply for a job here, but you have no faith that what I'm going to do is going to work out. Cool. But that's not the point of the story. My point is after that email went out, within, I would say, 15 minutes, Nancy I was getting inundated by phone calls and emails from people I didn't even really know who were like, oh, my God, I am so impressed by this. You have some giant balls. This is amazing. I wish I could do this. Love it. All of them. Love it. And I was like, but you can. Right. <laughs> That's it. You can. Just making the choice not to. You can. You can. Mm -hmm. I think that's the perfect end to the did the thing. Brenda, you're the best. 
Podsters, I'm going to put a, a link in the show notes to Brenda's all of her things and also to the episode that is coming up. Peace out, Podsters. <laughs>